there, nerd. All alone again tonight? Well, let me make sure you can have some company. Go to your phone and look up Awful Neutral Podcast. Leave me a message of what you want us to do. You can leave your comment wherever you want. Awful Neutral is five gold for the first minute and seven gold for each additional minute. Credit card fees may apply. We do not guarantee happiness. God is a lie. I'll even give you advantage. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiger as... Grayson... That's it. (laughs) (laughs) You have three names. He fucked it up himself. What happened to those two names? (laughs) Dave Callens as Kevin Tabaxi Paladin. Jesse Egan as Judd Bingsley's the handlebar mustache. <laughs> Sarah Lee Steiner as Gertrude, and I'm still the captain even if this ship doesn't say my name anymore. <laughs> Salvador Viesca as Lothario de la Pulga, and I didn't think of a thing to say. <laughs> Good, it's I mean, it's, it's not like you were last or anything that time. <laughs> Damn profit. It's, we have a very special episode today. With us, we have two guests and two guests yeah. with some, can I say fucking street cred? Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that, am I from the streets enough to say that? No. Well, you're not. The, the, oh, the God. Streets the streets of La Jolla. Sarah Lee Steiner, can you please say it in hood for me? Yes. They blasted from the at least fool. Means great. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> with us today, we have from the extremely popular Muller She Wrote podcast, AG. Hello. How's it going? Yeah. Welcome. And Dungeons and Dragons artist extraordinaire Caleb Cleveland. Thank you very. I, I got fanfare. That was awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Caleb, I mentioned you've done a lot of art. You actually have a. You wrote a book of. Well, I didn't, for, I didn't write the book. I illustrated D and D's very first uh, picture book for children called The ABCs of D and D, and its incredibly popular sequel, The One Two Threes of D and D. Yeah, that is awesome. amazing. And you had the much tougher job. I mean, writing a kid's book, I mean, any asshole could do that, right? Pretty much. <laughs> D is for dragon. Done. That's Nailed my page it. for the day. Draw it up. That'd be Done. funny if he didn't think of that. Just right now, yeah, the epiphany's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> he would have been for Was it Dungeons? No. <sighs> no, it was freaking, it was like Displacer Beast or something. <laughs> That's cool. That's that's for smart kids. (laughs) Deep cuts. (laughs) No, we were we were going for like the the veteran five year olds. Really? The the ones who rolled deep. The ultra yeah. nerdy the crowd. Make yep. sure they really don't get any friends when they grow up. That's yeah. it. That's what, well, we're we're getting them young, so yeah. we're preempting any of that social nonsense that's going to happen. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. You know, for a kid to be exposed that to that level of D, we can't say kid exposed in a sentence like yeah. that. That's just a bad. <laughs> Is this one of the other fetishes? No, it's, I'm getting into this. My... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to have to register as a sex offender because of you guys. That's a minute in. So yeah, it's a book for kids. Yeah, whatever, whatever joke I have, that's tough. I know I need to defend myself. Uh, and for people who never grew up, like 
you this entire room. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And if you listen to podcasts, you certainly heard of the extremely popular Mueller She Wrote with us, A.G. If you listen to podcasts and are really into Mueller investigations, <laughs> you will have heard <laughs> of the podcast. Well, even though, even if we have like some extremely conservative fans out there who are into podcasts, about being like, oh, damn it, that liberal tarred ladies on the show. <laughs> uh, they, they actually listen to the Grandma's podcast and then grudge tug to it. Well. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I didn't appreciate you doing an impression of me just now. <laughs> I thought it was just fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, didn't Sam Elliott send you, Jesse, a cease and desist, by the way? <laughs> he did, and I grudge to it. Yeah, grudge tug to whatever that. Sorry. <laughs> trouble saying grudge tug. It's nice to have a signature. I just like the word grudge tug. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite part is halfway through your sentences in character, Jesse comes out and goes, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I screwed up that phrase. God damn it. What I mean was. <laughs> Last time on the show, we left off on the bridge of the USS Gertrude's Dudes. Uh, however, it was renamed the Grudge Tug. <laughs> oh my god Gertrude Well that's the one that pulls it around <laughs> However, Decorative Cabbage did cross out Gertrude's Dudes And I believe replaced it with Quote, anything else Yes During the fight that was happening on the deck Between Gertrude and Decorative Cabbage The party was so engrossed in that That a group of assassin were-rats Was able to sneak up on them Using stealth ships and spells of invisibility During that fight Decorative cabbage was bitten by a were-rat and contracted. It's not lycanthropy if you're a rat, right? Well, whatever it is. He became a goddamn were-rat. Rabies. Rat canthropy. <laughs> he became slightly cleaner than he was before. I'll say a leukemia, but that's a different storyline. He's bit by a very sickly vampire. <laughs> he became better behaved. <laughs> yeah. The episode ended when using a sandwich from Decorative Cabbage's tin of infinite sandwiches, they were able to lure him they? into Gertrude, very bravely, <laughs> was able to wrangle this little were-rat into the ship's brig and locked him in a cell. Now, did you just use your, like, extendo hand and put the sandwich in there and then zip it back once he was in there? No, Gertrude is trash, so she knows how to handle vermin. Mm. You know, there was no need for special equipment or anything like that. She just went all... Trailer trash in her heart. And rats ain't no stranger to the trailer park. <laughs> Where rats good eating? <laughs> yeah. mm. Just like mama. So, uh, so he's still you down ate there. Ate the your hole. mama? <laughs> Thank no. you for catching that. <laughs> yeah, this is like two minutes <laughs> later. Right now. It always comes full circle. What <laughs> <laughs> to say? Just like mama made, but I forgot the meat. It's gonna waste good mama meat. Come on, it's just there. It's nice and soft and tender and made with love. <laughs> We're just going deeper into the south. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, different characters. Lothario is, he has a Latin flavor to him. The spice. Un poco de spice. Un <laughs> poco de spice. <laughs> we pick up our journey on the deck of the USS Gertrude's Dude slash anything else. Decorative Cabbage is freshly incarcerated. He looks like a giant rat, but he has a green mohawk and a leather jacket. He looks like the punkest fucking giant rat you can imagine. <laughs> There's like an anarchy symbol on his fur. Sounds like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle villain. But he's gnome <laughs> size, so he's just like slightly smaller than a New York rat. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty big for a rat. So I, I think I might need a roll for this, but I want to take some meth. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get meth in this? <laughs> <laughs> Where have 
haven't I had meth in this game? Listen, we don't know a lot about your backstory. If you've been keistering meth this entire time, the all robot up. arm is hollow. Is all I'm gonna say. I may or may or not about have been. She went down to the mess. She was cooking for a little bit. So. Sorry, but remember that time Tifi fixed it? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he doesn't need to sleep. Um, well, I wanted to take some of the meth and see if I could like concoct a white paint to paint over what decorative cabbage wrote. I like that meth is your go-to yeah. source. Well, for- what else is white around here? And don't say it. Uh, <laughs> uh, say it. Just spray it. Oh. <laughs> wow. was in the Navy. There's paint on ships, correct? Yes, exactly. Yeah, tons of yeah. it. So okay. should she take Grumble. the meth and then paint over the sign? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought call. you were going to take meth to do some sort of BF Skinner experiment <laughs> Yeah, totally. Rats. I think she just wants to paint really fast. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say. You take out meth and you're like trying to make some prison yard paint like you learned from your time at Folksom Prison. Yes. Uh, it is at that point Gremble just walks in and goes, are you trying to make prison paint, lass? As if he knows exactly what you're trying to do. <laughs> prison paint? Why is that That's a, a thing? thing. We call it toilet paint. <laughs> toilet wine and prison paint. I, I wouldn't waste any of the fine speed you got there. You know, we got paint. You know, I originally painted Gertrude's dude with paint. I, we have... We keep it down below. I can show you exactly where it is. Okay. Well, um... Let me take want- this meth first. Are you gonna, <laughs> mind if I do a bump? I got to well, be I up was, for it's a long night. I was going to ask you if you want some tea. Because <laughs> now that it's mixed with water. <laughs> <laughs> I would love some tea. Oh, perfect. Do you, do you have china? Do you have white china for this tea? <laughs> Gremel pulls out a flask and says, I think this will do just fine. Ah, perfect. So I pour it in there. When you're doing this, Gremel thinks back and says... You know, lass, I remembered you when you got all dolled up the other day. Remembering when Gertrude had her herbal essences moment. Oh, I remember. Uh, after that. her makeover. Grimmel says to you, So I was wondering maybe if in the next port of call, if you were doing anything later, maybe you'd like to go grab a drink with old first mate Grimmel. You know what, Grimmel? You <coughs> might not be my first mate. You might be my 17th. But I will get you that beer if you paint my name back up on the ship. I think he's oh. angling for a jelly hand hand job. Is what was <laughs> I will still job. do it's, this if you paint. This. It, it gets awfully lonely. You know what? <laughs> I've I've taken dates for less. So absolutely, I'll I'll get rid of anything else post haste. Well, consider yourself one of the Gertrude's dudes. And Gremel scampers away, you know, with a little more pep in his step. You know, he, he feels like he's still got it. Is that from Did, the meth? Yeah, would you take a nip of the meth juice? Yeah. Oh, and then all you see the uh, ship start to list one way. It's like, oh, crap, and runs to the back to the wheel, and you see him ready itself. I got it, don't worry, you hear from the distance. Don't meth and boat. Another fine meth you've gotten us in He's going to be up all night taking apart, like, an aquarium motor. <laughs> this wheel just won't get clean. <laughs> That's how it starts. It's always positive in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) I know you see it firsthand because I have. (laughs) You're like, oh, man, he's getting really productive. His construction job's paying him well. And then a couple weeks, you're like, oh. What happened to Trent? (laughs) Why is he making kaleidoscopes? (laughs) Were his teeth always like that? Nope. So the next time Graham has a second, he will amend what it says on the ship. Perfect. But he is going to start pressuring you 
for a drink. Okay. And if that is something you want to do, don't yeah. don't feel that you have to accept Graham's advances. Gertrude's a long way too. Um. <laughs> I feel like that's Damien at the bar. Like I'm about to ask you out for a drink and uh, maybe I know, ask I him for like a drink. I feel like he's like, you know, like, like he's just gonna. <laughs> I, I feel like he get it. I was a paladin for a little. <laughs> My question was gonna be: Is he gonna paint this when he has a real second or when he has a meth second? Mm. Like, how bad is this paint job gonna be? Do a roll to see how productive, how much shit he gets done in the cab. Nice. Um, well, now that he knows where the meth is, he's gonna be. <laughs> Also, who walked away with we the flask? We don't need a crew anymore. Now that he's on that, <laughs> he's got it. I rolled a five. He does not make it out of the cab. In fact, he stays, spends all of his time just cleaning that wheel. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> it looks really good. Another nip. <laughs> Where'd the bleeding go off of that wheel? <laughs> yeah, he, had to, he had to re-varnish it. <laughs> Takes it apart, puts it back together again, but it's only two pieces. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you wanted to do? That was it. Okay, is there anything else anybody else wants to do on the ship? I kind of wanted to try meth for the first time. <laughs> hey, you want to find, if you want to wander think, into this room. Can I just wander around? <laughs> I think we know that you shouldn't do any more uppers after mis- meeting yeah. Mr. Candy. You do have a couple bags of Coke and catnip on your person, FYI. So this is for children. <laughs> no, no, we work pretty blue. <laughs> Are you really going to wander into the... Because oh, we can do that scene, absolutely. Oh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> fine on meth. I forgot I had the coke. But I'll remember that. <laughs> now, with Lothario, your character might not have leveled up, but you did. <laughs> I feel like I, the first step is admitting Do I a get problem. a inspiration? <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> or whatever it's called. You know, the first step is abandoning meth for coke. <laughs> Everyone knows <laughs> definitely better. get you a chip. <laughs> As everybody beds down for the night, maybe they do a little drunk. Kevin, when he falls asleep, Gallo, the fey creature that he made a pact with, appears before him in a dream. Bright orange globe of light. And it says to Kevin, You have shown remarkable skill and courage in my time meeting you. I believe it is time that I showed you a bit more of my power. I was sleeping just now. But Kevin, you still are. And you hear a snapping sound as a simplistic cartoon hand comes out of the cartoon orb and snaps. Kevin bats at it. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs) (laughs) And the background goes from Kevin and Gallo alone in blackness to Kevin in what looks to be the monastery of uh, Mortori. Oh, am I getting a montage? No, no, nothing like that. I just wanted you to be at home and comfortable, and because you and I are now one, you have no secrets from me. I doubt that. However, what is it you've come to me for? You have demonstrated that you are worthy of more of the Fey King's power. You now have the ability to do Eldritch Blast. Now, Decorative Cabbage should do that in the form of finger guns. How do you... You want to shoot it out of your eyes, your mouth? Tail. You want, tail? Yeah. Okay. Can you spray like a cat? <laughs> oh, I do that regardless, Jesse. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Butt shakes a lot. And then it comes out. He's got to squeeze the glands every now and again. Oh. Use that meth paint to make a soak zone sign. <laughs> Lothario, I need you to express my anal glands again. I think we need tomato juice to get his uh, Eldritch Blast off. <laughs> used to be a once a year thing, but now... <laughs> Gallo says to you, see over there, and uh, you hear another snapping sound. I assume you pawed it when he snaps again. <laughs> Stop that, I said. You see, it looks like a cardboard cutout of a crudely drawn goblin. Stay where you're at, Kevin. Use the energy that the Fey King has bestowed upon you. Just simply concentrate, and the energy will flow from you 
whichever way is natural. He's got to use the first. First. Please edit that out. (laughs) No, she needs to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Rate me five stars if you want me to stop. (laughs) That'll teach her. Genius. Kevin, look at this target and concentrate on it. Feel the Fae King's energy flowing through you and attack it, which whatever means feels natural to you. Well, he told me to stay where I'm at, so Kevin's sitting in bed staring. Well, no, physically you're no, in no. bed, but in this world. Right, right. Don't spray but that's the bed. dream. No, he's so he uh, it lets like a couple seconds go by. Well, are you going to attack? I think I'm peeing right now. <laughs> uh, he notices that in this dream state, you do see liquid leaking from Kevin's armor. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, Can buddy. You faintly hear Lithar. Oh, is he? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, there are bunks. Yeah, from a bunk beneath that couch, Lothario is getting dripped on from the. Uh... You got like a like a like echo effect. You're like, hey man, wake up, dude. When he wakes up, he notices that Chud put his hand in a bowl of water. <laughs> yeah, that was your storyline. We didn't get to. I think the roof's leaking. Lothario's having a dream that he's drowning. <laughs> I have a different god visiting me. So, uh, 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 Kevin's just staring at the target. Uh, his ears start to glow just a little bit. They light up more and more, and then just in a flash, the the light from his ears races down his back to his tail, and his tail snaps forward and unleashes a bolt. Give me an attack roll. I'm imagining your tail whipping up like the uh, Predator cannon. Predator. <laughs> Over your shoulder. <laughs> uh, 10 plus 6, 16. Yeah. Not sure it should hit. It's a cardboard sign. Pretty easy to hit. Uh, How sad it would be if I couldn't beat a cardboard sign. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit's like, dude, that fucked up. Energy starting at Kevin's ears races back through his body. His tail cocks up like the Predator shoulder cannon. As Lothario said, energy goes through his body, through his tail. A bright beam of orange energy fires as fast as a bullet, hits the goblin target, incinerates it. Great shot, Kevin. Yes, it was. Are you sure you haven't done this before? I feel like I've had this dream every night. Have you made any other packs with anybody else? You said I was the only one. <laughs> Kevin, are you having deja mu? God, you have to stop. <laughs> this is good shit. <laughs> I've been thinking that perhaps this form is not stimulating enough for you. I have a few others that I'd like to run by you. I'm just going to tell you what it looks like to me. Can I do that? Yeah. All right. Is it the chick from Weird Science? <laughs> Obviously. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> I, no. Dave, how do you want Gallo to look? Um, well, because I'm a cat person, obviously he he looks like a cat to me. He's orange, kind of LeBron. fat. Yes. He's got black stripes. God, uh, I'm Heathcliff. <laughs> Close. No, he, he hates Mondays. Uh, He's holding a tray of lasagna. Boy, I'm a two-dimensional character. <laughs> That's what you've reduced me to. Ack. <laughs> no, Kathy. <laughs> I would prefer to Kathy. it be Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. Yes, no, that's who it is. It's Kathy. Chocolate, Kathy. chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> yeah, can I, can I, can I pull a veto and just make it not Garfield? <laughs> yeah, actually, there is a famous Dungeons and Dragons that had a Garfield. Really? As as an <laughs> adventure zone. So. Garfield. I was well, I was actually imagining like one of those sphinxes, like from the friggin' like Neverending Story, with like the lasers Ooh. coming out of its eyes. I do like that, but I really like Kathy. Can we do like some kind of <laughs> absolutely okay? Mash so up. You know what I like. Uh, <laughs> I know what you like. As I said before, you and I are one. And he gives you a very like a sexually questionable look. 
Gallo reaches deep into your mind and finds the one form that he knows Kevin will respect. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. After briefly forming into the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and then getting kind of a shake no from Kevin, like, wrong way, Gallo corrects course and becomes a uh, giant sphinx. It's like something out of the never-ending story. However, uh, when he talks, he sounds like the way you would imagine a Kathy comic would sound if it came to life. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin! <laughs> way to waste that goblin target! <laughs> Somebody's got a case of the Monday! Uh, uh, this sphinx reaches into its pocket and says, Can I interest you with some chocolate? I can't say no. <laughs> I just looked at it and gained five pounds. <laughs> oh. I don't know who this Kathy is, but she sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, you'd be perfect for her. <laughs> this stuff's going to really hit with the millennials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got some Murphy Brown jokes if you guys want me to bust them out. <laughs> Millennials yeah. love Candace Bergen. <laughs> I love Candace Bergen. <laughs> and with that, this caricature of a fucking representation of a fey beast says, You've done well. Keep improving, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> Goodbye. And the Sphinx snaps its huge, very intimidating fingers, and Kevin wakes up soaked in urine in his bunk. <laughs> He finds his hand in a glass of warm water, and a, I believe he hears a chuckling chud somewhere in the distance. <laughs> chuckling Giggling chud. chud. <laughs> a chud chuckle. <laughs> chud killing. All right, is there anything else anybody wants to do? Meth still, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> just pull the trigger. Just say, well, I want Lothario. I can look. I can see in your eyes, and I don't want to do the intervention in a few months, so I'm just going to skip and down do meth, okay? Good choice. <laughs> Kevin's going to scare you straight, motherfucker. <laughs> the night goes by without incident. Until you finally hear coming from the deck of the ship, uh, Gremlin shouting, All hands on deck! All hands on deck, mates, now! Kevin's gonna yell back, What about pause? There's no time for pause, mates! Get up here! <laughs> when you guys get up there, you see Gremlin looking at the deck of the ship. Go and roll a perception check. Uh, everybody who's up there. Natural one, baby. Nice. I think my eyes are fucking closed. You yeah. stayed in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chad, you might as well have just stayed in fucking bed. Yeah, I think I did. Twelve. I got seventeen. Ten. Everybody else is pretty groggy, 17. but Kevin, with his cat-like reflexes, is he's up. And uh, what Kevin can see when he comes out is a bunch of, looks like rat footprints all over the deck of the ship. He's gotten into a bunch of the food stores. He's chewed holes in the rope. In fact, if you look at these footprints, it looks like a goddamn family circus comic. Like Jeffy's day out. And Gremmel says, I think the cabbage person got out. Oh. Best I could figure. And Gremmel walks you through and says, He went to here and he ate most of the ship's food. He went into here, drank most of the ship's rum. Uh, he went over here, uh, damaged a good portion of our auxiliary supplies. And the best I could figure it, because of my sweet ass roll uh, on my survival check, uh, I believe he jumped off the ship about two hours ago, uh, which would have put him over the island of Parrot's Port. I should have killed him when I had the chance. I Did he eat all the sandwiches? Uh, I he did. He did leave a sandwich tin, though, which is, I found, a, a wee odd. Dibs. So, Gertrude, at some point in the future, goes and collects the sandwich tin, which is in the brig that decorative cabbage was stored in. Grandma says to you, he did too much damage to our supplies. Uh, we need fuel to run the airship. Uh, and, and he damaged a lot of that. I fear we're going to have to double back and go back to the to Parrot's port. Uh, you guys would know. Go and roll a history check. Chud sure as shit has heard of Parrot's Port. 
Was he? I recently? was born there. Twenty six. I lived there for twenty five years. Uh, uh, Parrots Bay has has only been settled by uh, quote unquote civilized uh, uh, nations <laughs> for around forty to fifty years. Uh, before then, it was owned by various tribes of giants, and it's a beautiful tropical island. It's been recently settled, and it's become quite a popular vacation destination. Uh, you'd know it is a very open place. It actually is home to a thriving uh, LGBTQ slash several other uh, letters, because when you add other species, you get other sexual preferences. Mm-hmm. It is a very open, cool vacation spot. Think of it like a super cool Cabo or something. Ooh. A lot of island drinks, things like that. I just imagine with all the different species, it ends up being the whole alphabet out of order. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for one am excited to go there. Let's, uh, let's, uh, they got great rest stops. Let's hit it up. You said you were born there because you had some woke ass parents at like a pride festival or something, and mm. you, that's just where you happened, where your mom happened to give birth. <laughs> woke AF. <laughs> Gremmel tells you that he believes that decorative cabbage uh, jumped off the ship and it would kill a normal gnome, but a were-rat has regenerative capabilities and could have survived the fall. I say we go there anyway. I We feel we don't really have a choice. Uh, he ate through many of our arcane rods, which you guys would know is one of the uh, fuel sources we use for the airship. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. We need to get more arcane rods, guys. Yeah, uh, was it dilithium fuel? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the flexes, oh man, if they're capacitated, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, then Grimmel like hits this meter right there. Oh, you've been looking at the flux meter right there. Oh, they're incapacitated, all right. We need to land ASAP. Miners, <laughs> not miners. <laughs> I think he said he wants rods. Gremmel turns the ship around quickly, knowing he tells you they only have about six hours of flight time left unless uh, he goes and refuels at the port. As you're pulling in, Gremmel says, All right, I'm guessing you're... You're a land ho. There it is. Uh, Yeah, Gremmel puts on a hat that says land ho. I've been here before. (laughs) Act cool, guys. You prepare to drop the skanker. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know what? I want to do a Proud scene where one. people appreciate my puns. <laughs> oh, it's a fantasy. Uh, yeah, okay. I was about to say, wow, I don't... This is a fantasy it's game, a, it's another Dave. <laughs> Let me have this. This is still a, a universe with rules and laws. We're still constrained World by reality. Sorry, you're healing me. I can't take any more. Oh, just oh, damn <laughs> sailor jokes. Thank you. Thank you. Gremmel expertly docks the ship. Before the bridge extends, he gathers you all up and says... All right, it's probably not going to take too long. Um, probably uh, either A, uh, go out and search for De- Mr. Decorative Cabbage, or B, have a drink at the uh, one of these fine establishments and wait for me. I choose B. Uh, he's, mm, drinks. Gremmel makes the decision for you because he fucking hates Decorative Cabbage. <laughs> he says, tell you what, uh, there's a great bar. It's not too far from the dock. They know me over there. Drop my name and you'll get a uh, special price on drinks. And he says, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's over on the corner uh, next to Raven's Road. It's uh, called the Vulgar Unicorn and it's one of the hippest places in town. It's a real shame to lose Decorative. He was quite an asset with his finger blasting. The Decemberists will uh, be disappointed that he is no more. Nobody agrees with that sentiment, so I guess we're all (laughs) going to be quiet. Asset? I think you said that word wrong. Yeah, it was definitely an ass. Gremmel hands you guys directions of how to get to the Vulgar Unicorn. You guys notice as you get there, this uh, this place looks a lot like if Jimmy Buffett had a dirtbag brother or something, like Ron Buffett or something. (laughs) 
and he designed his version of Margaritaville. Okay. Daiquiriland. Daiquiriland. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in the middle of the town square, you see a statue. The statue is of a human man. It says uh, Daiquiri Ron at the bottom. Cap- <laughs> Captain Ron. <laughs> The, the statue is clearly of a man staggering drunk, and uh, the statue at the bottom just reads, This is him at his best. <laughs> you guys pass this statue uh, and fountain on your way, and you see... I immediately cast Disguise Self to become that statue. <laughs> All right, Chud casts Disguise Self and becomes a human male. Looks, He looks... What's his name? Ron Daiquiri? Daiquiri Ron. There we go. Uh, he's, he's wearing khaki shorts. Mm-hmm. So he's a 1990s comedian. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And this is a style very foreign to everybody, you know, in a, mm-hmm. in a time when most people wear somewhat medieval garb. So it looks like maybe fluffy? Leathers. Yeah, you, you look like a man ahead, out of time, ahead of his time, some would say. Uh, you also have an eye patch over your right eye. Ooh. Ooh, I've had over your left eye. Is that from a drinking accident? <laughs> oh, and a bandana, not in a band, but uh, a bandana covering your entire head. Okay. Uh, tied off and back. And I guess we don't know what his voice would sound like. Uh, you can tell me what his voice sounds like. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I like your duds, Chud. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, bro. <laughs> I like it. And with that, the party walks into the vulgar unicorn. The sign looks a rainbow coming out of a cloud with a unicorn. But as I believe Dave or Jesse said, or Sal said, instead of a horn, it is an effigy of a dick coming mm-hmm. out of... So we're going to get gay bar drunk. Yes, this is gay bar drunk. Excellent. Drinks are strong. Nice. In fact, when you uh, when you walk in, you notice not a lot of patrons in the bar right now. You see a bartender. He is a half-elvish man, very meticulously dressed, seems to be wearing a, a bit of makeup on his face, foundation, just touching up, maybe some blemishes. You see a dwarven drag queen with big hair, sparkly sequin red dress, and she is serving, has a a thing of drinks. Also in the bar, you see Caleb. Would you mind describing your character? Uh, Certainly. Um, You see a a giant turtle, uh, which is a turtle man, about uh, six feet tall or so, about a little over half that wide, a little over half that wide. Uh, he's got this, these big uh, sort of like sawtoothed uh, scales on his back. Um, his back is probably to you. He's sitting at the bar but doing his best to sort of uh, keep his stool from falling over. He's obviously had a couple. Um, <clears throat> decorating his shell is a bunch of just like bird shit and... Uh, decorating. <laughs> de- graffiti. Uh, there's lots of ropes or frayed hemp that has been so tied on there. my car is decorated, too. Um, <laughs> Giant six Somebody ring. apparently was, was, like, practicing scrimshaw on him as well. Wow. Um, he's got two enormous, like, at least one large cleat and what appears to be, like, half an anchor sticking out of it. At some point, they were attached to him at some point. It looks kind of painful. Wow. Uh, he's dressed in really kind of shabby sort of piratey sailor's cloth. Um, he's got kind of a head uh, he- a bandana, like at least five or six large wooden tankards in front of him that are empty. And um, like I said before, he's sort of like rocking back and forth. Oh, and it's uh, he's got this gigantic like uh, two-handed, what appears to be a cutlass or some sort of curved sword. Uh, like that's sort of like uh, it, it's in his scabbard and it's uh, sort of curved around his uh, his shell. Very cool. Cool. Uh, a, sitting next to him, you see uh, Ag. Would you mind describing what the party sees? Very tall Goliath, 
um, oh. sailor. Ooh. And uh, just sort of, I think Goliaths have sort of a gray tone skin. They're sort of atonal uh, in their the way that they come across, um, and just sort of very plain, um, wearing some light armor, uh, but really just not fancy at all. Very plain. Um, has a mace uh, on her back. Has a whistle uh, hanging around her neck, and. It's, it's kind of how I want to keep it sort of minim, minimalist to that point. Can they see the shield? Yes, they can see the shield, and there's a giant V on it. Okay. Uh, where's the shield placed, AG? It's uh, slung around my back. Right. Are they uh, sitting together, these two? Yes, they are sitting next to each other. Okay. So and if it's an open bar, you can assume they at least know each other. They're practically the only ones in here? Uh, aside from the weights, one, one bartender and one uh, waitress. Okay. And I'm nursing a rosé. Oh, I like that. Rosé all day. We should probably avoid those two. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Bye. Thanks for having us. It's been fun. <laughs> See ya. Uh, well, we approach the bar. If I'm speaking for everyone, I'm dressed as uh, Daiquiri Ron. So <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the bar and uh, say to the bartender, Hey, bro. Good to see ya. Our buddy Graham Morrell. Graham Morrell? Graham Cracker told us to come down here and order some sweet drinks, bro. No shit. You know Gremmel? Bitch, that is crazy. He's one of our favorite customers. And he points over at the wall and you see Gremmel and a bunch of the pictures would use people you assume are uh, managerial staff of of the... uh, He's a regular. You see pictures of him uh, dancing with the aforementioned drag queen uh, uh, waitress. You know, it's a lot of fun stuff on the walls. You nice. can tell Gremmel's been there a bit. Gremmel's our uh, Lyft driver. Kind of messed up that he gets so fucked up, but it's all cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's weird seeing him smile. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. He's disturbing. He does look very happy in the pictures. <laughs> Let me just say, that is the most on-point Daiquiri Ron costume I have ever seen. Oh, do you do, thanks. like, parties and stuff? We'd love to book you for events. Absolutely, man. I do parties all the time. That's all I do is party. At the mention of Captain Ron's name... Daiquiri Ron. Uh, Captain Daiquiri Ron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the turtle very slowly sort of, like, arches his neck towards Chud, and his Bless eyes you. slowly get wider, and his jaw sort of drops a little bit, and uh, he says, Captain Ron? Captain Daiquiri Ron? <laughs> you can tell his eyes are kind of swimming. He's having a hard time focusing on you at the moment. Gonk, it couldn't be the... Gonk and Chud. Gonk and Chud. Gonk, it couldn't be... <laughs> 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 sounds, like sounds like an urban dictionary. Gonk, Chud. Uh, my name Gonk. I've been here six hours. This is, in fact, that man from the statue out front. Are you the man from the statue out front? <laughs> Well, I, I, I lost. My, no, bro, I'm actually in because you know, like to, you know dress he, uh, he up. T- one of his uh, giant, sort of like scaled, uh, clawed uh, paws immediately starts like, uh, you know, bunches itself up into a fist, and he punches the giant Goliath next to him. Knocks you out cold. Not literally. Sorry. Um, would you believe it? We're we are sitting in the presence of pirate royalty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly, his his neck are, uh, uh, sort of like arcs its way back to look sort of at you again, kind of uh, kind of hazy, like a little bit foggish. Uh, you sound exactly like I'd imagine you would. 
Well, that's cool, bro. Hey, can you get these two, like, a drink on the house or on me, I guess? On Ron? Uh, <laughs> For anybody who would give Captain Daiquiri Ron the respect that you're doing right now, I anything. And he says, what do you drink? And he, he tops off uh, the uh, Goliath Fighters uh, Rosé. Uh, and Gonk, what were we drinking? What am I drinking? <laughs> and she, like, slowly peers into the... <laughs> This is making me Pierce, uncomfortable. Pierce into the uh, into the mug. He's like, looks like the finest bubbly wine. Bubbly? Oh, you want some of the Goblin Merlot? Okay. <laughs> That's the stuff. And uh, he reaches down and gets uh, it like it's like in a Carlos Rossi bottle, you know, <laughs> and uh, and pours uh, tops off your uh, wine. Uh, and actually, because it's Goblin wine, it is bubbling a bit. It's so like slowly, sort of like hops his little uh, scooches rather. His little uh, stool over close to Captain Ron, encouraging uh, his giant Goliath uh, comrade to join him. So what brings you back into port? Well, dude, uh, we're here. We were looking for our little rat friend, but not real hard. So uh, we're just kind of getting some drinks, and we got to buy some gas, maybe some grass, and some ass. <laughs> Shway. The bartender kind of leans over to uh, Captain Daiquiri Ron says, I think he thinks you're the real Captain Daiquiri Ron. Does he not know that Captain Daiquiri Ron hasn't been seen in years? Well, you know, he looks kind of drunk, but uh, yeah, of course, it can't be the real one, right? <laughs> yeah, I could never, uh, I'm in disguise. Yeah, but, that's the ticket. But I will say, you look just like him. I mean, just like him. Thank you so much. The man was a legend. I don't, I, that's cool. You know more about him than I do, actually. But uh, can we get daiquiris <laughs> for our whole crew? Hell yeah, and he, uh, he points towards, he goes, which flavor? We got hurricane, cheeseburger, <laughs> and it says cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> or just strawberry, I guess, if like you're a basic bitch. Well, I'm a vegan, uh, so uh, no cheeseburgers for me, but whatever these guys want. Gonk gives like several really, really hearty head nods like, that's, that's him. That's the real Captain Daiquiri Ron. <laughs> uh, uh, he hands a Hurricane Daiquiri out to, to each member of the party. Uh, here you go, Captain Daiquiri Ron, and winks at Chud. A, a knowing wink and hands him. I give him some gold, I guess, if that's how that thing works. So do you know what? First round's on the house, sweetie. Oh. I, I, there's really nobody in here, and it'd be so boring in here without you. So. Aloysius is very, very generous when that's... he tends ball. Says, uh, you're you're way more fun to talk to than this one, and motions over to the Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tops off her Merlot again. Yeah. No, so- fuck Merlot. Uh, I'm drinking rosé. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I realized I poured Merlot in your rosé. Let me get you a new glass. She pours some water. Right. You can just empty time. that into my mu- into my mu- into my mug. <laughs> <laughs> and he does just that. So I introduce our group to these two new party, two mm-hmm. new party people, and uh, <laughs> and then I ask them about themselves, like uh, where, where they're from and what Do they're it. doing here. Uh, so uh, this is my real voice, uh, but uh, does the illusion end, by the way? Uh, or are no, you, or you just, keep it. Okay, gotcha. Um, Gonk's jaw drops again, and he almost looks a little crestfallen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, I don't like to deceive people. This is how I really talk when I'm not uh, out uh, in Margaritaville or Daiquiri Town. Whatever. (laughs) I'd like to introduce my uh, party, and uh, that's them. And then uh, why don't y'all tell us about yourselves and what what you're doing here and, you know, where you come from and uh, 
how we're going to integrate this into the overall adventure. <laughs> uh, well, we are adventurers, so perfect. Uh, we are currently Check. in search of opportunities. Check for us to uh, wantonly destroy and uh, slash gather gold and Check. or experience points. <laughs> guys, guys, I think we've got new friends. Uh, I myself am endowed with the gift of gab. My monosyllabic friend here is. Uh, here. This is. Uh, this is uh, Malison Kill. Ooh, well, that's the coolest Malice damn name I ever done heard. Now, y'all don't sell Bibles, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> do you what practice is... law by any chance? <laughs> no. We, uh, in case you may not have noticed it. He slowly starts to rotate in his uh, stool, and when he does so, you happen to see there's a gigantic glyph that's been carved onto his shell uh, a long time ago, apparently, because it's much older than any of the carvings and scars and scrimshaw that's on top of it, clearly uh, denoting him as a pirate that should be hanged upon sight. What? Uh, he, you swivel, guys... he continues his revolution around his stool and says, <laughs> as a pirate. Does he go a little bit too far and have to re- he's, he, he's, <laughs> he does like this awkward sort of like shimmy to get back into where he was. Uh, he grabs onto the bar in order to right himself. You can clearly see that his claws uh, like pierce the wood and sort of like uh, pull, uh, like pull up these long curled slivers. Does he have a little tail that gleefully wiggles <gasps> as he... <gasps> yes, please. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's like maybe four inches. Oh my <laughs> god, that's adorable. Is Kevin going to swat at it? <laughs> no, Kevin is looking for a rope right now because this person is supposed to be hanged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a paladin, bro. I'm no, no, hey, yeah, yeah, that's respect. Law's the law. Someone awesome. just says to the bartender and sort of everyone, does anyone have a rope? <laughs> uh, what do you need a rope for, sweetie? Like this turtle completely person. innocently, he gonks, raises his hand. I've got a rope. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually perfect. May I borrow it, please? Uh, well, all right then. Before you do that, you, <laughs> you might want to tell them what your alignment is, uh, perhaps, or uh, sort of whether or not you deserve to be. Well, right about now, spot. I'd say he like sticks his you know, his uh, horned uh, claw into his mouth. Pulls it out with a sucking sound and holds it up to the air. My lineman's about no, no west. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you do know that he is a sailor and he is pointing that's north, northwest. Well, let me I tell you can provide something. a sextant should you <laughs> require. <laughs> <laughs> but let the me, sun ain't in the sky, so I don't know. Going can to I fact check him? You. Uh, so you can do an insight check whenever you want. One of the Furbog's racial abilities is you. Always know which way is north. Uh, yes, but I will say that uh, as an experienced sailor, especially one He's also who, drunk. who sailed into port. Oh, come on. Sailors who can't operate when drunk can't be sailors. <laughs> yeah, it's part of being a sailor. <laughs> Do they have That's a sailor hat Is it part on? of being a sailor? I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I'll give a, uh, go ahead and roll for it. I'll see maybe if you were a few degrees off. I rolled a 15. 15? I mean, maybe his chair uh, rotated a bit more, but yeah, in the, he's in the general northwestern direction. I may be a point or two off. I have my land legs on right now. His story checks out, Kevin. That's that is north. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Now about that rope. <laughs> All right, then. Here you go. But give it right back when you're finished. Absolutely. <laughs> Kevin starts tying a noose with the rope. Um, uh, Kevin, uh, what are you doing there? 
Don't. <laughs> Sorry, wrong voice. <laughs> Don't stop it. I've been dreaming of this for weeks. <laughs> Everybody give me a perception Rose. check. Seven. By 21. 21? Yeah. 10. 22. Perception, pal. Seven. Two? Okay. Uh, you actually, you got 21 plus, plus three, right? So you, you... I rolled a 15 plus three. Oh, okay. Lothario's still thinking about that meth, so he's not really noticing right. shit. Yeah, uh, Lothario is too lost on thinking about <laughs> the wonders <laughs> that can only be unlocked with meth. I could just get so much done. <laughs> um, was this perception roll in relation to him tying a noose? No, no, no. This is, this is, um... Not, um no one noticed that. Uh, only... <laughs> he's very good at This noose. is plot-oriented. As... <laughs> Only Malison, Gertrude, and Kevin can hear it. It's a low rumbling, and it's it's not consistent. It, it's almost like you'll hear uh, like a bunch of heavy footsteps for just a couple seconds. There'll be a pause, and you hear it again, and it seems to keep coming closer. Oh, God, it's a group of men coming to sexually assault me. <laughs> um, uh, whoa. <laughs> Malison says, uh, and I believe it's the, the longest sentence she said. Yeah, basically, Malison Kill believes that Everyone is out to have sex with her, even though the opposite is true. Mm. Well, you know what? There, uh, there might be. A, there, I think there might be a chance for you to play that out in a sec. Okay, cool. <laughs> we can erase all that and start it. You oh. haven't met Gremel yet. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender says, "I forgot you guys know Gremel." Another round of drinks on me. Not hearing the uh, the rumbling sound. And uh, when Malison says that, nobody else can hear the rumbling yet. It's just, you just see this very tall, very imposing lady uh, stand up and uh, and make the claim that she just did. Finally, you guys can hear it now, too. The rumbling's gotten closer. You hear uh, you hear voices. In fact, who here speaks giant? I speak giant. Okay, so you can hear what there's... Uh, I, will, I will tell I you what you can, can hear. We, can we call I it the too. giant? Four that everybody Gonk speaks. is just <laughs> transfixed by his not making. I'm like, you're doing that wrong. That is blue. not a noose. Oh. And then he gives you like this. the, the moray eels or like his mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> What you guys can hear in Giant, it sounds like it's coming from other buildings, maybe a block or two away in this uh, cabana town. But the rest of you here is... <laughs> but to those who can understand the very brutish language of the Giants, what they're saying is... Have you seen the Rat Man? Is he in here? Where's the belt? Do you see the belt? And you hear uh, damage being done to buildings until finally sounds like the rumbling is right outside the vulgar unicorn. And with that, you see the roof come straight off the vulgar unicorn. All of the beach palm decor being strewn about. What you see is four hill giants standing at each corner of the building. Okay. And when you look at them, they seem to be dressed very differently. They, in fact, they're dressed kind of like what we would recognize in our world as professional wrestlers. But what you guys would might recognize as like some sort of uh, a gladiator fighter. Well, I scream out in outrage as uh, Captain Ron Burgundy, Ron Daiquiri. Uh, <laughs> Daiquiri. Uh, like, bro, what are you bro dudes doing to this cool bar? Now, sh- hold on, he's almost got it. I say, pointing <laughs> clearly <laughs> over at Kevin. Uh, Kevin's concentrating on the noose while uh, this is going on around him. He hasn't broken eye contact once, still looking <laughs> at the turtle, making sure it doesn't escape. Would you guys hear them saying giant? Uh, one of them says, Ooh, silence the little one for I smash him. I swear to God, I will. Am I the little one? Uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. You know the one, that one right there with the eye patch? Looks like that guy who loses a statue of right outside. 
That uh, guy? And there are four of them. One of them is uh, has remained silent. He uh, has uh, multicolored uh, paints all over this part of his face. He has multicolored tassels ar- month, yeah. around his arm. <laughs> yeah, they, they are a, a, a variety of wild neon colors. This is the warrior. It's the ultimate warrior. Yeah, <laughs> you might say he looks like the ultimate warrior. There's one giant that's very much bigger than the rest. He's wearing a black singlet that just covers one shoulder. Oh, no. Nice. Has a very deep voice. You know, oh, Andre. Yeah. Is it sort uh, of a French accent? Yeah, in fact, that one says... I smelled you right. Caleb Cleveland for the NPC assist. Thank you very much. He will be voicing Andre the Giant, the NPC, <laughs> uh, for the majority of his time on this earth that or encounter. Are they still the speaking on the roof. giant? Oh, he's he's a giant among giants. No, he's just a just he's just a regular giant named Andre. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally a giant. giant. This is not hyperbole. <laughs> We're going to go have dinner. After I was gonna. Uh, Make the joke. Yeah, I was. Were they still speaking in giant? Yes, they're all speaking in giant. Uh, Judd, what are they saying, my friend? Well, uh, it seems they want to smash the shit out of me. They're about to kill me. I'm the little one now. So um, I think they're looking for a rat man, and that's probably cabbage. I want to hand the noose to the turtle, ask him to hold it for a second, and I want to fight these dudes. So you're, you're pulling out your hammer, right? So as Kevin's pulling out his hammer. But I'm also handing him the noose to hold it. Gotcha. In the, in the time that he's doing that, uh, one of the giants, the, the one who I guess sounds a little bit more like Macho Man Randy Savage and is wearing some sweet shades, <laughs> says, uh, You little giant over there! And he's referring to the Goliath. As you guys would know in this world, Goliaths are a race of giants. They're just one of the smaller... Uh, ones are very athletic, though, and uh, and much more civilized and tend to be a bit smarter. You're no bigger than a house. <laughs> you little giant, are you with these ones? Stop hitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry if my intentions have come off too forward. He says, like, clearly trying to distance, you know, as he does. Uh, and now, uh, uh, is is Malison a, an attractive lady? or Not unattractive, but mm. not smashingly yeah. hot or anything, just sort of there. No offense, little one, but you're too small for old Randy. Macho Man Randy <laughs> Giant. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, Where do you come up yeah, with this? Uh... Crazy. Yeah, it just comes to me, man. Like, what do you... <laughs> I said I'm not interested. <laughs> Can anybody else speak giant in here? We all speak giant. Uh, he looks at, uh, at the small elven ranger who uh, seems to be uh, following the conversation. You look like you understand we just won the international wrestling competition, and some little rat bastard, we're rats, saying "ha oh, damn" and stuff. Shot uh, old Andre, you know our giant friend over here. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> I Wait. know of this rat man you speak, and I too am out for him. You, yeah, you guys reek of him. I think you're hiding him. Oh, are you looking to kill him? Because I would love to kill this rat man. Grayson turns to Lothario uh, because he sees that he looks confused as hell, too. Because I can't understand a damn word yeah, they're neither. saying. Yeah, <laughs> you and I are just like, or Grayson and Lothario are just like, what is going on? It's like, this is so strange, my friend. They're garbling at each other and they understand this is so is, weird. <laughs> is our perception check from earlier still valid for like us noticing their confusion looks? You guys probably This see, is a world of multiple languages. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't, you still you speak know. common, so when I said that, you heard it in common. Yeah. Oh, that was what I was going to ask. Are you responding in common or are you talking to them in giant? So, yeah, so we're I speaking giant. Speaking in giant. All right, then. And then I, I also in jive. put my hand uh, on my uh, friend's shoulder and ask him for his noose. He hands it to me. I put it under my armor. <laughs> I told you, you're way too small for me. And he said, and he uh, 
And he goes, I don't know if I believe you. We're itching you. That, that little little son of a bitch ran off with our belt, our championship belt. And then uh, the other one who's wearing a yellow bandana and says, ooh, oh yeah, that's right, brother. Uh, I, John, I too have a debt to settle with the rat man. And he uh, sniffs around and says, my giant senses tell me you're lying. Furthermore, what they tell me, you've been in contact with them. In fact, quite a bit of contact. You reek of the rat man. Well, I was fighting with him just a couple hours ago. I can show you what he did to my airship. You know what? How about I just beat it the truth out of you? Because I can't trust these words. And unless anybody wants to act, the giant is going to attempt Kevin's to Kevin's been wanting to fight this whole time. Okay. I'm just so, letting you know. Yeah, so, I also, can I also stand up and just place my giantness between? Is they trying to put the moves on you? <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> Although uh, the oh. Andre the Giant one is kind of giving you a look. like, uh, <laughs> like um, He's tugging at his single strap, kind of. <laughs> Fidgeting. Everybody give me an initiative roll. 24. Did we have a long rest before this fight? Uh, yes, you did. You guys had a long rest. That was when uh, Dave was busy peeing. Uh, Lothario, you are up first. A giant has just reached out to try to grab Gertrude. Mm. Uh, it is the macho man Randy Savage. Is uh, back to me? Or? They're at the four corners of the bar you're in. Oh, wow. Okay. They're at each turnbuckle. Exactly. They're, they're at the various turnbuckles. <laughs> All right. Uh, they, they collectively lifted the roof off this place and threw it aside. Gertrude, uh, I can't help you until you tag me in. <laughs> you got to reach. <laughs> go, go, extendo arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this jelly. Like, uh, uh, there's... <laughs> it just crawls on the ground and gets pushed towards it's like me because it's so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> there are giants, the two in front of you, if you're facing the door. Uh, or northwest, as Gonk said. To your right, you see the giant who looks reminiscent of Hulk Hogan. You to left, you see one who looks reminiscent of Macho Man Randy Savage, who's been doing most of the talking. Behind you, to your left, you see one that looks like the Ultimate Warrior. And behind you, to your right, you see the one that has been kind of checking out Malison, and he looks like Andre the Giant. You do not see the one that looks like John Cena. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right, Lothar, you're up. Uh, and you said uh, R- Randy Macho Man was reaching for her? Yes, Randy yeah. Macho Man was reaching all right, for Gertrude. Well, I have sneak attack and all that, so I want to... And all that. In order all to that. use that, though, uh, I'd recommend you roll a stealth... Use your bonus action to roll a stealth roll, stealth check. Okay. And then uh, roll an attack roll, and then we'll paint that picture. All right. Uh, you rolled a 12 plus... 11, 23. Plus 11, 23. Oh, yeah. Lothario ducks in behind a shadow cast by some of the palm fronds that are uh, were from the roof and are now leaning against the bathroom. And like goddamn Batman, he disappears. You, you don't see him come out the other side. What are you going to do now? Uh, I want to pull up my short sword and uh, try to swipe at this guy's legs. Okay. <laughs> uh, Possibly behind the knees. Give me an attack roll. Uh, 14. Uh, you rolled a 14? Mm-hmm. That does hit. These are big giants and they are... They're, they got big knees. Yeah, they're they're easy to, to, to run up to and hit. Big dumb stabbable knees. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Ro- give me a damage roll. All right, now it's a six. Yeah, yeah. For your sneak attack damage, Ooh. roll a d6 three times. D as in displacer beast. Callback. <laughs> yeah, what a callback. <laughs> Rub salt in the wound. That's fine. <laughs> Two. Wow. Plus one. <laughs> I got a zero somehow. No. Uh, <laughs> six. That's nine. <laughs> All right. Checks out. 
Lothario, after jumping into the shadows, uh, nobody can see him until finally those who speak giant hear, what the fuck, my leg! And they... <laughs> can there please be announcers somewhere in the bar? <laughs> he looks down and sees Lothario a... in the boga! <laughs> oh god, he took out the knees! <laughs> yeah. uh, it looks like he's going for the knees! There's no, for... body bag. There's no foreign objects allowed, bro! And he looks down and sees a very well-dressed human rogue with a short sword right where his Achilles tendon is, and he pulls it out Ow. and is now standing in melee range. And I'm just looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, bring it, bitch. Yeah, what? Just step your butt next. Don't turn around. All right. Uh, next is Clint. All right. I'm going to do my uh, classic first move. Uh, click my heels together to give me haste with those sweet boots of mine. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, also, because it looks cool. <laughs> Yeah, it just it looks cool. His little and Wizard then, of Oz um, boots. We we did. I was right, and you were wrong. I don't get that many attacks. So uh, that's right. Do, Last week, if you listen, yeah. you were having a seizure in front of your phone about my interpretation of fighters' rules. I was wrong. He was right. Uh, <laughs> he should have gotten two attack less. Two attacks, and then with haste, I get another round of two attacks, and then um, I've already used my bonus action, so it's just that. And if I want to. Yeah, action surge. It's another two attacks. Only four attacks. Oop, natural one. Awesome. Uh, 18 plus 9, uh, 8 plus 9, and another 8 plus 9. Gotcha. Uh, and, that, and that is all your hits for the non-action surge, right? Okay. Go ahead and roll your action surge attacks, too. So all those hit, by the way. Even the natural one? No. No. That would no. be a total of 10. Um, uh, then I get a total of 12 and a total of 13. 12 hits. So uh, five out of six of those hit. Scratch that. Armor class 13. 12 does not hit. All right. Four out of six of those hit. I'm going, I always go for the, I'm going after uh, Randy as well. So that's 30 and then another um, uh, six times four, another 24. So 54 total damage. Just first over how many attacks? Uh, Four. Four. Four? And two misses. All right. Uh, You see Grayson at the bar. He clicks his heels together twice like Dorothy wishing to go home. But instead of going home, he gets... Uh, he goes ham. Hungard, yeah. you giant bully. <laughs> he gets Jedi-like speed. It's like he activated the Jedi power of speed, and he can move faster than, than any mortal should. You see him speed up to the giant who looks legally questionably close to uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Runs by him the first time, slashes with his scimitar and short sword to the giant's right calf. I actually uh, slash and stab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get it right, gentlemen. Stab and slash and stab. Pimbits on a dime after going a few steps past the giant, jumps up and stabs his uh, short sword and scimitar into the giant's thigh, and then uh, on his way down, while falling down, does uh, four more expertly placed cuts on his way down in the way that only an experienced fighter like Grayson could. He's not dead, so uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm just gonna you know stand guard in front of uh, in front of him after that. Uh, Fifty-four. Do you choose to gloat? Oh, these humans are pissing me off! You giant bully, leave us alone. I'm going off the top ropes for you, big guy. So how hurt is that one giant look? He looks hurt. He's not healthy. I mean, he's uh, he has a lot of bleeding a lot from the legs, but I wouldn't say he's on death's door. Okay. Next, we have Kevin. Now, how tall are these guys? These giants are roughly 25 feet tall. They're they're pretty. They're, they stand sizably tall over the first story of this building. Is it possible to sort of leap off the table and? jump while I attack to hit him in the body or not? Uh, I like... would absolutely allow that if you gave me an athletics check. Athletics check? All right. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see. It'll determine how high up you can hit. 
Athletics 10 plus 7, 17. 17? Oh, yeah, you're a pretty athletic cat man, despite wearing your heavy armor. So I'm leaping off the table, swinging my hammer at these giants. Uh, I've got Smite and Hunter's Mark. Uh, also, just because of my stats, I get to reroll one or two on damage, and I get 10 plus 8, 18. 18? Yeah. Uh, that sure should hit. Go and roll damage. So damage is going to be 2 die 6 plus 5 base. Plus 5, 12. That's my base damage. Hunter's Mark gives me additional D6. Smite gives me 2 D8. So, 30 points of damage. Okay, uh, and that was to Randy Macho Man Savage Giant, correct? Yeah. He is looking pretty bloody. Kevin reacting quickly to this threat of the giant reaching out to attack Gertrude is able to spring into action. He darts forward with an incredible display of athleticism, jumps off the table in front of him once, jumps off the arm that is extending out to grab Gertrude to bring his hammer square into the chest of Randy Macho Giant Randy Savage. Uh, and Macho Giant Randy Savage. Uh, pretend I said that right. Randy the first Randy Ma- was an I adjective. Like Randy I like Macho it. Giant I like it. Randy Savage. They're all Randy Giants in your eyes. Yeah. Exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> the first Randy's my name, the other one's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andre the Giant gives Malison another look. Uh, <laughs> Kevin jumps off the table, smashes the giant. As soon as he does, you see an explosion of holy light at the point of impact, briefly blinding everybody like a flash from a very intense camera for a second. The blow knocks uh, Randy Giant, Randy Savage Giant, Super Savage Giant, back several feet. He goes to a knee and says, you gonna, you gonna help me here, brothers? This is a tag team match. We working together as a team? <laughs> uh, you guys don't understand that, uh, but except for the four of you who speak giant, which the odds of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, moving right along, our next is AG. Malison is up. Okay, so can you rem- remind me, uh, we've got two badly damaged giants right now. The third one, is that Hulk Hogan? No, just one. Just one. Um, uh, Randy is, is pretty hurt. Okay, uh, but I, then uh, we have a totally healthy Hulk Hogan, a totally healthy Andre the Giant, and who's the third? Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. And Andre the Giant is the one who's been hitting on me. Yeah, he's been giving you the look. And Andre the Giant is the biggest giant, so I wanted to, I think I like the idea of blowing my rape whistle at Andre the Giant. Excellent. Saying, you know, I told you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and intimidating no. him into attacking one of the other giants. Is that the best way to go? Should I get like the one that's uh, almost dead? Mm. Yeah. Well, if you haven't attacked another one, that's three of them engaged. Or you can have him oh, discover yeah. his have love him for pottery. A different one, a healthy one. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Hulk Hogan. I want to go cool. after Hulk Hogan. Well, uh, his biceps are only 22 inches. I will let you, uh, as your action, you can do that. uh, But you also, uh, as a fighter, you can have a a second attack. Yeah, I get a second attack too, right? And then uh, as your bonus action, as a fighter, you can choose to use your bonus action to attack uh, a second time. If you wish. So you can blow your whistle and attack twice. That's what, if, if those are options available to you. Or you can... Well, I can blow my whistle. That's one attack, right? Yeah. Where I intimidate Andre the Giant into beating the shit out of Hulk Hogan as, uh, best, as best he can. Okay. And I'm going to That's roll. one attack. And then the second attack, I can probably mace, use my mace and come out swinging at something okay. or something. AG, Malison has a custom item. It is called the, the Elven Rape Whistle. <laughs> uh, uh, it is looks like it is a beautiful whistle. It's comically large for a whistle. God. And it looks like it's made of beautiful red rubies. Just gorgeous to look at. Conflict rubies. To hear it, though, is another story. 
The description on the weapon says that when she blows the whistle, anybody not covering their ears at the time will has to roll 1d4 sonic damage. The other thing with this item is that she has a choice. She can either uh, cast the fear spell on up to three targets and they have to make a wisdom saving throw uh, with a DC of 14, or uh, she can concentrate on one target with a DC wisdom check of 15. And that person as falls under the effect of a charm person, but it has a uh, more intimidating twist to it. So instead of thinking the target is their friend, they're actually following their wishes because they're intimidated by them. I see. Okay, so you choose to use your, your whistle to control Andre? Yes. All right, excellent. Uh, as Andre, I'm going to roll my wisdom saving throw. Doesn't happen. I rolled a four. <laughs> Doesn't happen. And giants aren't the wisest of creatures. That is a hurtful stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> you blow this whistle. Everybody just mark the damage off. Yeah, I, got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Malison pulls out this comically large whistle, but in her hands, it actually looks a little bit small <laughs> and uh, blows it. And Same with most men. <laughs> <laughs> I love that character. Uh, as soon as she does it, uh, an incredible sonic blast radiates from her position for 60 feet around her. Uh, windows that were in the bar that weren't broken from the original uh, assault on the place are now shattered. Uh, all of you guys cover your ears as, it, as an intense pain racks your head. Kevin just takes it. Ah, my tinnitus. Kevin afterwards like brings a, brings a pinky to his ear and like, that was loud. <laughs> As soon as she does this, Andre the unironically named giant. <laughs> Andre the normal. His, his Just Andre. Randy Andre. <laughs> he goes from looking at Malison in kind of a kind of a very sexually suggestive way to one of fear and of submissiveness. Caleb, would you like to roleplay somebody be scared into being very submissive and scared of Malison? Yeah, roleplay. Don't hurt me, lady. My safe word is boulder. <laughs> uh, he says as Please he... don't hurt me. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what do you want me to do, lady? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that's some juicy Andre right there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Juicy Andre is what they call me now. <laughs> this is my posse. This is... Oh, God. <laughs> I am you. So, so you've asked what, what she wants you to do, and he is now under your control. You can give him a command. First of all, I told you to stop looking at me. Second of all, I want you to attack that giant, and I point to... Uh, Randy, the giant? I think Hulk Hogan. The one Hogan. that's not been hit Hulk Hogan? Yet. Okay. Who has not the, been hit yet. Uh, right. Both the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan have not been hit yet. Can Hogan. Attack both Classic of them? match. What did you say, Jesse? Can he attack both of them? Or I guess they're not close enough. But he could do probably that thing not. where they run off the, the thing and they bounce off the right. ropes and they come back. <laughs> Andre, the unironically named giant, uh, with a fearful look of submissiveness uh, towards his smaller giant kin, Malison, agrees and looks over at Hulk Hogan giant. Can I just and say, uh, finish him? <laughs> Anything, my little. <laughs> oh, that was good. It was good. It's not. It's not Caleb Cleveland good though. <laughs> okay, and uh, uh, Malison, you now have uh, two attacks. Should you choose to use them? What's that? Plus 16. nine. Sixteen. Plus nine. Sixteen. Excellent. Wow. The DRR. That hits. Dad, roll one, one more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ten nine. So ten nine. nine. And with that, uh, do you care to introduce the name of your weapon, or or should oh, I? Oh, sorry. Are you attacking the same one that Andre's attacking? Because that would probably be good. Is, uh, who are you going to attacking? I thought I would go after... You, you think it would be good if I attacked the same one Andre was attacking, right? 
It's your, it's your okay, date yeah, rape revenge. Yeah, so. I think because I think I'm intimidating him to help me kill this fucking guy. Can't so we're both going after Hulk Hogan. All right. Probably not and him. with that, with her powerful athletic legs, springs forth towards uh, the Hulk Hogan giant. Uh, she pulls out her mace. It is a very unique looking. It is uh, has a very intricate design. If you guys can't see it, incredibly she's, phallic. She's moving real fast, but you think it says "Date Rapes Revenge" on the side, <laughs> on the metal part before the head of the mace and between the handle. Wait, is this a mace or like she sprays it? Uh, <laughs> that's why I picked. Cut a, that out. No, that's why I picked a mace. Okay. Uh, she also did request another item, which I did give her in her inventory. It is troll grade mace. Nice. And it is a cone attack weapon that you can spray, and it does two d four acid damage. And they Damn. have to make a blind saving throw. Wow. But you have to dress like Dog the Bounty Hunter to use it. <laughs> so, is this mace attack my one attack, or am I doing two attacks with the mace? Um, I'm gonna say if you want to, if you want one of your attacks to be the the pepper spray or the troll grade mace pepper spray, you can. Because I was thinking, because somebody's gonna attack after me, right? Yeah. Somebody goes next. I was thinking of hitting the um, me and Andre attacking the Hulk mm. Hogan guy, and on the way I spray the other guy. Who's the other guy? Uh, like uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Warrior guy with the mace to make him easier to. Okay, get. so for one of your one of your attacks, I will allow that. Go. Uh, uh, so as you go by, and I, no, you actually have a clear path. Nobody's in the way. So I'm going to go ahead and roll a Constitution saving throw with a DC of 14. No, no, I believe it's 16 because it's a very powerful mace. Uh, and see if I can beat it. Natural 20. Uh, this <laughs> ultimate warrior just he acts like it's your spring binaca at him. He says silently, Ooh, and just shakes the uh, the side of the of the uh, the building. <laughs> he does take half damage on that, but go ahead and roll two d four because it does it does do some damage. One. Okay, so you do five damage to the ultimate warrior one. Malison springs forth into action, springing towards the Hulk Hogan giant on her way, like a like almost like a Wild West gunfighter. Reaches for her troll grade pepper spray, sprays it at the Ultimate Warrior giant on her way. The Ultimate Warrior giant uh, takes this in the best spot. He gets enraged. She starts shaking the side of the building. She just goes, you hear, ooh, bring it, I love it. Uh, but he found you, some ropes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where the but where the spray does hit him, you can see that it's actually causing skin to bubble. You know, it's it's causing acid damage. He's certainly getting a second degree burn. This guy is just probably so roided, roided or coked out that he don't care. <laughs> oh no, it's Kane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after she does that, she continues her assault and swings her mace. That's it. Two eight. She's she swings high. But because of her height, is able to make contact with the rib cage of the Hulk Hogan giant. So it did eight points of damage, and your Andre the giant will be coming. Just not his turn yet, but he'll he'll be behind you. Okay, I'd like to use my action surge. All right, excellent. So I believe action you surge. get uh, you get surge. if you choose three more attacks. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, so go ahead and roll three d twenty. One. Natural one. Okay, that that does not hit. 18. Okay, so two hits and a critical fail. Gotcha. Critical fail. <laughs> All right. While she's there engaging with the uh, Hulk Hogan giant, uh, she takes one swing at his uh, left foot, noticing it's wide open, trying to just hammer that, break as many bones in that foot as she can. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for all these. Uh, Five. Mm-hmm. Plus six. Five. Eleven. Eleven. And You've been saving him up. One. 
uh, one six, seven. Okay, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> comes down hard on uh, Hulk Hogan Giant's right foot. You can hear bones being broke because he goes, "Ooh, Giant Mania is going to be going wild all over you, sister." Your second strike. Uh, I learned this in self-defense class. <laughs> <laughs> she says it's her second strike. Whiffs pretty hard, but you know what can you say? She got really emotional with that last attack. <laughs> But she's able to compose herself, and uh, this time she's able to bring her mace upward and actually strike the groin of the Hulk Hogan giant. My groin! Which is just exposed over the top of the building, uh, and uh, she's the only one who could reach it because she is, in fact, a giant herself. These giants are not, in fact, standing in the building. We've all, we've just Correct. been like... <laughs> yeah. They're on the outside, Yes. The Hulk Hogan says, oh, oh my, my, my nether jibs, you, you ruined me. I'm, oh, can't wait to go off the top rope on you, sister. It is now Jesse's turn. Chud, who is still disguised as Captain Ron Daiquiri, yeah, That's true. Way. So it's still Daiquiri Ron. I st- yeah, I'm still in my Hawaiian shirt. Um, you bros pissed me off. Okay. How, there's two giants. One's, one's hurt really bad. One's attacking the other one. And they, I assume they're very close to each other. How yeah. far away are the giants and uh, the Goliath? Like, are they within like a few feet of each other? Or uh, yes, they are engaged. Now, you, if you have some sort of spell that targets a zone, you can always target a zone that is... Uh, Higher up, maybe? Yeah, you can go up in a dimension or you can go back in a dimension engaged. to just... So maybe I can hit them in the head and it won't hurt her yeah. kind of thing because she's 20 mm-hmm. feet down? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'd like to cast uh, Fireball. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to burn my big gun now. And uh, I... Okay, give me an Arcana check to see uh, how well you can control uh, the distance. Because, like, Fireball's a dangerous spell. You're... Flame of fire. Natural no. 20. Natural what? 20. Seven. Holy shit. Okay, go ahead and Uh-oh. roll your damage for Fireball. And I get to, I believe I get to roll a Dexterity saving throw to half that damage. It is 8d6. 8d6. Okay, go ahead and roll 8d6 damage. I'll borrow a couple more. 26. Is that 26 total? Holy shit. Okay. One of them, Hulk Hogan, is halved, and I, he rolled a 10. It's not going to happen. All right. Uh, both it's of them get... 15 dexterity saving Yeah, both of them failed. Okay. Nice. Chud Bingsley... Uh, uh, Daiquiri Ron. Mm-hmm. Chud Bingsley, cleverly disguised as Daiquiri Ron, sits there with his eye patch, his eye patch, bandana, cabana shirt on, and it looks like he's charging up like a Hadouken. You just see this ball of fire begin... Uh, uh, forming in the middle of his hands like an orb as he begins. He looks like almost a raver dancing his hands. Can he launch out of his eye without the eye patch? <laughs> you know what? I will say that, yeah. Uh, Chud Bingsley, after after building up all this with a little bit of distraction, actually takes one hand away from the orb, picks up the eye patch, and the fireball just fall, <laughs> fires. As if it's my eye flying out. Also beneath that, there is another eye. There's an eye. He's just wearing that eye for de- that patch for decoration. And I go, I dukin. <laughs> and this basketball-sized concentrated ball of heat escapes from Chud's eye. Everybody in the room can feel the heat as it leaves his person. Can we say we just very, very briefly like goes into slow-mo and Gonk's jaw drops again. He's just like, <laughs> the legends are true. <laughs> and we go back into, into normal. normal. I just imagine Excellent. his jaw is dropped and it drops even further. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Makes a hinge noise. <laughs> <laughs> With a D20 Arcana check of the crit, there is no danger of it hitting your companions, Sweet. Grayson, 
and Malison and Lotharia, who are all within melee range. You aim it high so it explodes up in the air and catches the uh, the heads of these giants. Um, and this ball splits the difference between them and with the ball's huge radius, almost as if Chud slash Daiquiri Ron is a archmage far beyond his years. He's able to detonate it at just the right place. Heat explodes from the center. It catches the back of the Randy Macho Man Savage Giant, who was down on one knee, incinerates his back, catches his uh, his sweet shades, catch on fire, and they're starting to melt all <laughs> over his face. Melt onto his face, yeah. He begins going to the ground. And I just want to say, I really didn't want to hurt Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it had to be done. Brother, this is way too hot for me, brother. As he goes down, <laughs> screaming in pain, as you faintly, uh, just outside, you hear a powerful voice just slowly quiet down. Is there a wrestler whose catchphrase was now we're cooking with fire or something like that? I feel like that. You can smell what the Randy's cooking. You can smell what the Chud is cooking. You can smell that Randy is cooking. You can smell that Randy is cooking. That's perfect. Can I use my bonus action to use Hidden Step and now turn invisible? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Uh, So you are now invisible. I would recommend moving uh, from your position. I will. I'm going to try to go outside Mm. of the house and go behind one of the giants on my next turn. Excellent. And the Hulk Hogan... I also uh, wanted to surprise the turtle man. Was that Chud? <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> the Hulk Hogan giant, his bandana is a yellow bandana is on fire. Much of his, the back <laughs> half of his bald head of uh, blonde, long hair is burned off. His hair is burning. <laughs> the little hair he has left is now. His mullet is all that remains. <laughs> Did he rip through his, like, terry cloth shirt already? <laughs> uh, his turn's not up yet, brother. Oh, <laughs> am, am I... Okay, Sir, uh, Gertrude, you are up. Am I the last one to go? You no, are not. No? Okay. Got some giants and then Caleb. How many giants remain? There are three giants. Three giants left? All right. Um, Gertrude, rather than fighting, is going to choose to try and reason with the giants. <laughs> what the idiots. fuck? Okay. We've already fought. Oh That's nice. Listen. Okay, okay. That's fine. Uh, we you... killed one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, one's dead. Easy. Captain's dog. She's going to be like, you want to kill the second one? <laughs> no, no, okay. just be like, I told you that we could help you find... The Cabbage Man, the Rat Man. We've already killed one of your men. You've seen how powerful y'all we are. Imagine if this force was helping you to find the Rat Man. Roll me a back. That was good. Roll me a persuasion check, uh, and, and actually roll it at advantage because though we are in combat, they did just watch one of their longtime friends die. Uh, should be persuasion check. Yeah. But so I rolled a natural seventeen, but my modifier is zero. So but 17. you could roll at advantage. He said. <gasps> so I can roll it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to get much better. Holy smokes, you did. 18. All right, good. Who, who are you addressing? Probably the Hulk Hogan or probably the Hulk Hogan. Who's the leader? Giant? Who's the leader? Yeah. It was the Macho Man. Macho Man the, was the face of it. According to D&D rules, he is unconscious. He is not dead yet. Yeah, uh, I assume okay. you can't talk to Andre the Giant because he's under my spell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'd just be like, we've already knocked out your leader. You could see the Hulk Hogan. He's uh, he's holding his groin, uh, staring at Malison <laughs> with murderous intent. He's uh, he stop trying to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I, he hears your plea. He's filled with rage. Uh, he just saw his brother go down, but he kind of hears like whimpers coming from outside. I think she's right, brother. We came in here looking for a fight. We didn't believe her, and I think she's telling the truth now. She has no reason to lie. She plus, if we don't get our buddy Randy some medical help soon, 
his days of wrestling are long gone, brother. Unfortunately, he's unprivileged. He didn't care. Uh, <laughs> he looks over at the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior, uh, a giant, he looks like he's ready to go, but uh, he... Uh, None of them have health care. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're very short-sighted. <laughs> None of us live to 50 anyway. Ooh. You can tell he really wants to fight, but the Hulk Hogan giant gives him a hand saying, calm down. Calm down, brother. Stand down. He kicks a hole in the side of the building, and uh, you, you hear him wander off. You hear from sounds that uh, sounds like he's picking up another giant and carrying him uh, someplace. The Andre the Giant, giant. Hello, lady. You still want me to attack? He's, he says with, with respect and submissiveness all in one. Yes, but no. I am confused. I call up the attack. All right. Ultimate Warriors left. Hulk Hogan's left. You do have your servant here. You can keep him around, dismiss him, do whatever you want. Uh, the spell lasts for, I'd say, an hour. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep him around for an hour to lift heavy things. Have a seat. <laughs> yeah, uh, he sits on a side of the building, crumpling it down, but eventually it kind of, like, bounces out to, like, where a human stool would be. Maybe he, like, gently, like, picks up the roof and very, very, like, gingerly mm. places it back. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a Lego house. <laughs> uh, the bartender comes up from behind the bar. Can I get you something? Yeah, you can give me a refill on this here Goblin Merlot. Excuse me, uh, what is happening? They just <laughs> left. Um, uh, Gonk, uh, you speak giant. What's going on? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> the Hulk Hogan giant does come back. Gertrude. Oh, well, I was going to have Gertrude run after them like We'll meet back here tomorrow. After I go ice my nether jibs for a bit, I'll be back and we'll discuss plans to find your rat man. I'm going to get that belt back if it's the last thing I do. You can see in the distance the ultimate warrior giant carrying a uh, very messed up looking Randy Macho Man Savage giant into the Paladin Infirmary uh, not too far away. It's a rinky dink thing, but he throws him down outside the building. Says, we need help in here, brother. Does McMahon cover him for that? No. <laughs> out of pocket? What do you mean out of pocket? <laughs> Has anyone seen my rope? <laughs> do an investigation check. We'll see if you can find I your rope. I do believe it was my rope. <clears throat> 18 plus one, minus one. <laughs> oh, no, you're hanging. 17. Uh, you, you find the rope? Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, I armor. took it and stashed it under my armor when I saw... <laughs> He um, had it. You do an investigation check. You just remember the string of events, and you remember that Malison has it, but you cannot see the rope. Okay. Gunk puts down his tankard. Uh, are you? Is Gertrude back in the place yet? Or are you still chasing down Joe? Uh, uh, I, she's outside. I, I, yeah, I just ran right outside. She, the she can come back inside if you want. Uh, Gertrude walks back in <laughs> to the establishment that's been destroyed. That was an exquisite bit of leadership, if I do say so. Uh, we would be honored. I think I speak for my monosyllabic friend here. If we would, uh, if you would allow us to join your crew. Well, I think everybody's amenable to that, except for the man, tan, and noose. We need all the help we can get to get decorative cabbage. Vengeance must be sought for what he's done to my ship. I don't understand why we need to find him. Oh, we're... Slowly, Gonk begins to put, like, two and two together. It takes a while. He's a little sobered up mm. now. He's like, oh, that was for me. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got a fierce longing to repent my lawless days. If that makes any difference in the matter, Mr. Paladin. But your shell says... Well, one can change the shell one has inside, but not the shell one has on the outside. 
Yeah, like the shell uh, of his heart. uh, (laughs) Gallo comes out as a sphinx dressed as Kathy. Yeah, Kathy Sphinx comes out. Remember, you used to be addicted to catnip, catnip, catnip. You changed your way. Shouldn't others be allowed to have their chocolate, chocolate, chocolate? (laughs) You sounded like the parrot. (laughs) (laughs) Gilbert Godfrey. Amazing. And then I opened my eyes. Um, so I was invisible and I walked outside. Can I come back inside and then cast Prestidigitation to make it look like instead of that rune on his back, there's just a big frosty bowl of milk? Uh, yes, that is a temporary effect, but you actually can. You can Prestidigitate a bowl of milk onto uh, onto his back. Or actually, you could soak him in milk if you want. <laughs> well, he loves milk, that's why. You um, I guess he probably wouldn't be tricked by that, I, though, would he? Kevin, 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 I respect your love for justice, but, ju- but perhaps... Maybe just this once, you give somebody the opportunity that you were afforded. Oh, it's going straight to my thighs. (laughs) No one touches Gonk. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was brought to you by the newspaper. Um, (laughs) A dying medium. (laughs) Well, this was an interesting meeting. Uh, Gonk it is, and uh, what is Malison, I think I heard you say. Uh, Very good to meet you. Spiky thumb to the chest. Gonk. Just then, you see Gremel come and kick open the door. What the hell have you guys done to the place that I love so much? Uh, the bartender says, Gremel! <laughs> Drag queen bartender who is hiding under some tables, fearing for her life not moments ago, runs up and gives Gremel a big old hug and a kiss on the cheek. In this episode, Gremel is played by George Wendt. Yeah. <laughs> is it possible to instruct that giant to fix up the bar that's been ruined? Like to yeah, do some would. carpentry for the next hour? <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I think I, that's what I, my plan was when you said that he was placing the roof back on the place. And I've got him under my spell for another yeah. hour. I was going to instruct him to put the bar back together. Yeah. Uh, thanks for putting him to work, uh, big girl. Thank you. You, you get another rosé on me. And she fills up your rosé. Gremel says to everybody, all right, uh, we're all ready to go. Should we go or are we going to look for the cabbage man? And then he, I, I strongly prefer the former over the latter. Did you get enough gas and everything? Oh, yeah, we're filled up on arcane rods. Turns out some uh, giants attacked the town not that long ago and everybody in the shop just ran out. So I just filled me pockets and uh, we're good on fuel and supplies. <laughs> Gremel, I'm impressed. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, but you might get hung by the cat for doing that. I, I was a former paladin, not a paladin no more, mate. I uh, want my vengeance from decorative cabbage. Well, hold on, Grimmel. Perhaps we should get to know these uh, new adventurers before we take off. Um, perhaps we sit and drink a little bit and get to know each other. He looks at you for a second. Are you Gonkolskin by chance? <laughs> well, that depends on who's asking. I have just heard legend of the sea of a, of a turtle pirate uh, by the name of Gonk. Said he was a big fan of Daiquiri Ron. Led the fan club. Well, I knew Dakariron, and he would appreciate your type of uh, hero worship. He was a vain man, that Dakariron. And they're cockatiel heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no lie. I am a uh, card-carrying member of the Dakariron fan club. Am I still in? Co- am I still dressed as Dakariron? You haven't Ron? said that yeah. you're not. I guess yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah, and he All looks. Right. He looks over. Hi, Chud. <laughs> <laughs> and Gonk, who be your attractive friend over there? Allow me to nip that right in the bud. <laughs> uh, you can uh, stow your wiener somewhere else, uh, Mr. Mammal, because uh, nobody's allowed to be horny around my friend. Well, that, uh, he looks over at the very intimidating oh. Malison. Put it away. I see, mate. I, okay, I'll stow it. 
So, Gertrude, what are we doing? (laughs) Second fiddle. Stop trying to have sex with everything. I became a pirate for the wrong reasons. And that is where we're going to end our episode. Uh, Thank you very much. Where can our fans reach you guys? On Twitter, Instagram, what? Uh, uh, not Twitter. Everything else but Twitter. <laughs> I should probably look into that Twitter thing. Um, but uh, Clint Peicher is it's all. Yep, Clint Peicher still um, still active. No, uh, Clint Peicher for Facebook and and Twitter. B e i s h i r is Beicher. You should probably be able to spell Clint. You can change huh? that. <laughs> Dave Callens, if you can take a break from Twitter assaulting Deborah Ann Wall, the very talented and lovely Deborah Ann. Do that on your behalf, all right? When she's on the show, you're gonna laugh in my face. You got her. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram is Sharkodile. Uh, S-H-A-R-K-O-D-I-L-E. Jesse? At Jesse Egan Comedy. J-E-S-S-E-E-G-A-N Comedy on everything. Excellent. Do you have any shows coming up or anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, I think this is coming out in three weeks. So on uh, <laughs> July 12th and 13th, I'll be at the Madhouse Comedy Club headlining for that weekend. I believe I'm headlining. I don't know. And uh, we'll and then I'll be at Comic-Con as the Backman on the 18th of July. So if you'd like to see me doing an embarrassing character that shaves people's backs... <laughs> I'll be there. That just is at Comic Con, just wandering shaving around, backs. shaving backs, shaving backs, or is there like a stage? I'm gonna for be this? dressed as the back man. So um, yeah, I don't know. Is that you peeking? I'm not sure. I always wanted to be a superhero. Mm. Uh, Sarah Lee, anything you want to plug? Um, you can find me at Sarah Lee Magic on everything. S A R A L E E M A G I C. Um, oh my God. You all spelled it out. Why do I get laughed at when I spell? Just the fact that your magic is. <laughs> sure. You know what, Sharkadile? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a 40-year-old man. 47. Okay. Not helping yourself there with that fact. Hey, just... Uh, so? Nah, because I barely... T- I only tweet when I'm, like, depressed or drinking or whatever. So most of the so time. So all the time? Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, you can still find him. Yeah. People listen to the show. They know who you are. Follow Sal <laughs> yeah, to his if car. You, if you give a shit, yeah. AG, where can they find you? Uh, at Muller, she wrote everywhere. We've got a new show coming out at Daily Beans Pod on Twitter. Uh, search for Muller, she wrote wherever you get your podcasts. And in July, we'll be at the Philly Pod Fest, July seventeenth, Chicago Lincoln Hall, July twenty seventh, and the Independent in San Francisco, August thirtieth. Gertrude will be there too. That's right. Uh, Gertrude's uh, coming with Gertrude uh, might be working in the merch booth. So if you're there... As long you, as you're not looking for the lettuce fella. <laughs> if you see an elven lady who looks like, what do we call her, Tallahassee hot? Yes. Tallahassee yeah. into the night hot? Smoke a chain smoking with a robot arm? Go and give her your number. you got a good chance. Mr. Caleb Cleveland, do anything you want to plug? I'm at Caleb is drawing, C-A-L-E-B-I-S-D-R-A-W-I-N-G. What? Uh, I can be found nearly anywhere, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, uh, Tinder, no. <laughs> but um, no. Grinder. No. Well, no. Oh, yeah. And I am, uh, my work can also be found uh, on the pages of the ABCs of DD and the 123s of DD to be found on uh, reputable bookstores, irreputable bookstores, and Amazon. Excellent. <laughs> so check out the incredibly talented Caleb Cleveland. Buy his book. Listen to the incredibly funny AG and download Muller She Wrote and give it a five-star review and comments. Perhaps after you do that for Awful Neutral. I don't know. Maybe before, <laughs> as long as they both get done. And if you want to reach out to the show, you have any questions, you would just even want to shout out, well, the bar is set very low for fan interaction right now. Look us up on Twitter and Instagram at AwfulDND. 
Send us a message. Request uh, the next person that I self-disguise as. Exactly. And then, you know what? Who's the next person you want off the show? Sorry, Dave. We're putting it to a vote. <laughs> right. Let's vote Dave off. <laughs> Thank you very much. This has been the Awful Neutral Podcast. Later, nerds. <sighs>